Hey, welcome to a new episode of Bite Sized Philosophy. This week is uh, unique episodes. This week is an interview week, so I bring in Kyle Hagee this whole week. Uh, I think we have five episodes coming this week, so very exciting for me. Um, and just some really good conversations. Uh, Kyle's someone that I met fairly recently through um, a Morning Brew Accelerator, quote MBA, uh, program that I'm going to be in later this month. Um, it starts in a couple of weeks. And uh I've had a few conversations with him about that and about some other things and just have really grown to enjoy and appreciate and respect him. Uh, and so was really excited when he offered to jump on this podcast and be able to talk about some things. So this is part one in a five-part interview series publishing this week. Each episode is probably going to be between 10 and 15 minutes. This one is closer to 15. Um, and there's a lot of good things to say. So Kyle, is a he works in community at Morning Brew. Uh, he works on the Morning Brew Accelerator product. Uh, and he's passionate about justice, community, and innovation. And has a lot of really, really wise insights about career and about meeting people and building relationships and all of that sort of thing. He is affectionately known as one of Forbes' 7 billion under 7 billion, so that's a pretty significant achievement of his, and you can find him online at Kyle Hagee pretty much pretty much on all social platforms. On Twitter, it's at Kyle Hagee, that's K-Y-L-E-H-A-G-G-E, -E, and, and at LinkedIn, it's the same. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's listen to part one of this five-part interview series with Kyle Hagee about community and shared experiences in a pandemic. This week on Bite Sized Philosophy is an interview series with Kyle Hagee. Kyle has been a podcast producer, nonprofit co-founder, and is now the lead community manager at Morning Brew. He is passionate about justice, community, and innovation. Not just the buzzwordy kinds of justice, community, and innovation, but about how people can actually implement these topics and ideas into our careers and our lives, and he's living that out in his current role at Morning Brew. This week's topics range from weak ties and relationships and finding community as an adult to goal setting and skill building, all the way into ways that we can tell more useful stories about our careers. As always on Bite Sized Philosophy, this show is about conversation between Kyle and me, but also between you and me. To make that possible, here is my phone number, 323-609-5262. Text me and let's talk. Okay, Kyle, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I'm really excited to have you. Uh, yeah, and appreciate you taking the time. Of course, great to be here. Yeah. So, Kyle, you work at uh, Morning Brew. You work for um, the Morning Brew Accelerator Program, which I'm going to be in this winter. Um, I'm really excited about it. And can you talk a little bit about? We're we're kind of going out of order on the on the show notes. Um, talk fine. a little bit about the like the Morning Brew Accelerator Program and how you got involved with Morning Brew. Definitely. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. You're switching up the order on me. <laughs> um, so, how I got involved with Morning Brew? Probably a similar story. Obviously, we have. I think three and a half million readers. I was one of those really liked what uh, the brand was about. It was entertaining. It was engaging. It was smart. It was witty, um, kept you informed, but definitely made it fun and digestible. So I was always a fan of the brand. And then I saw them put a job offering up for community, a community manager, or it was actually called community editor at the time for their first ever paid product. 
And that is what really intrigued me, uh, mainly because I had seen how powerful community has been throughout my entire life. I did AmeriCorps right after college and where I was working with 40 students uh, that were high schoolers, really saw how we could build a community and that could be just a huge form of leverage in their lives and in my life. I then went to grad school. I was part of a small fellowship at Marquette University. That community was incredibly impactful. I had started my own media venture in uh, Milwaukee called Bridge the City, where we were kind of bringing together people, resources, and ideas to inspire Milwaukee to action. Again, just another example of community and how impactful it could be the progress that both individuals and you know kind of collectively people could make inside community so i was like okay this is like news this is business and this is community kind of combined three things i'm really excited and interested about definitely going to apply and then uh fortunately got the job i was the the second slash third hire on the education team at morning brew Hmm. we built out the morning brew accelerator which is an eight-week virtual uh, career accelerator program um, really designed to accelerate the careers of top performing professionals. And we've now ran two cohorts. And like you said, you'll be in the third one in January. Uh, and we're building new educational products really centered around both content and community now at Morning Brew. So it's a, it's a really, really exciting time to be working for the company. Yep. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I kind of like learned about the Morning Brew Accelerator through um, – Alex's podcast like the the founder's journal and like through just like his documentation of like everything that he's going through as like the transition to what is he executive chairman now out of like the day-to-day a little bit um and and I think it's been fun to kind of like hear I was just listening to his like podcast this morning about um he wrote like a letter to himself for 2022 and I just I I've really grown to admire like the way that pretty everyone that I've met at Morning Brew like the way that they are very like thoughtful and reflective about like career is not just something that you fall into necessarily but that like yeah you can be more thoughtful about it you should be more like thoughtful and and intentional about the ways that you're engaging with your career 100% it's um you know talking about just the the people you've met at Morning Brew I I, I couldn't speak like more highly about the company. And and really when I say that, I mean about the people that work for the company. Um, I think there's this strain of thoughtfulness, you know, ambitious people, but they're really thoughtful. Um, They care deeply about, you know, our audience or our community, if it's on the education side of things. And it's really refreshing to, to be surrounded by like brilliant people. Like I'm like, Holy shit, I'm the stupidest one here. This is great. I'm learning a lot. Um, So it's a really special company. Um, and, and yeah, to be surrounded by great people is always a huge benefit in, in your career. Yeah. Right. There's that saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. Right. Like, like being able to be on a, on a team that's all people that can challenge you and push you is like, I think that's the dream, right? I think we're all kind of looking for that in different ways and, and in our own ways. Which, uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's not to go too far down the NBA path unless we want to do that, but really that's a huge benefit of the program as well is, you will probably never have as diverse a network taking MBA as you'd get anywhere else. Uh, It really does. It spans geography. We have people from all over the country that take it. It spans roles. We have everyone from, you know, entry level positions to C-suite executives. And we have people from all different industries, from marketing, from sales, solo entrepreneurs, Um, you know, you name it, we have it. And that to me is the secret sauce of of one of the secret sauces of MBA 
is the fact that you're interacting with people that aren't like you, that might not be from yeah. where you're from, that have a much different perspective on business than you probably do. And you learn a lot from those people. And then you're able to take those nuggets and apply them back uh, to your role or to your career. And, and that's where real transformation happens. Yeah. And talking about community, right? Like in, in today's world, it's hard to find community, I think, in a lot of ways, right? Like we're almost two years into this pandemic, right? And like community doesn't look the way it did even three or four right. years ago, right? Because we're not, we just don't have the same in-person activities that we used to have. And some of those are coming back, but it's still, it's very different, right? And like in a world that has transitioned fully remotely, like my the current job that I'm in at Intel and also the previous two positions, like we're 100% remote. Like I've never met anyone in person. Re actually, since I graduated college, I haven't met one of my coworkers in person. And like, that's just such yeah. a different world than it was, you know, four or five years ago. And I think that makes kind of what's, what's happening with MBA, like even more important because like my, coworkers a lot of a lot of my coworkers on my team are like in their 40s and 50s and like some of them have kids that are closer to my age than mm -hmm. they are right and it's just a strange situation because like when you take away i don't see them on a day-to-day -day basis like we don't we don't have small talk the same way we right. don't like chit chat in the hallway like we don't even live in the same state we don't even have weather to talk about right like <laughs> like it's just it's so different to build relationships that way and i think that's one of the things that makes me really excited about the mba program is that it is it's a lot of people that like like are not all similar to me, but like people that have similar career goals maybe and similar like stages of life and that I won't be the only person who's in their mid twenties. Right. And <laughs> it's yeah. Once you take weather away, I mean, what, what else are we going to talk about? That's really tough. Really? Uh, really? <laughs> no, I, I think you're hitting on something really important. Obviously, you know, it's not breaking news, but COVID was extremely disruptive. Not only did we lose a lot of people, you know, unfortunately, um, and, and very sadly, but it, it disrupted everyone's life and the way we live, the way we work, the way we communicate, the way we interact. I'm still a big believer that we are, you know, social creatures and we want to interact in person. But I think all of us have now experienced some of the joys. There's downsides, but some of the joys of interacting virtually as well. And what I think is, you know, probably if not the most one of the most important factors in your career is the weak ties that you have. And I think, you know, you said it best when you're not in an office, when you're not kind of like going out to lunch, when you're not able to go to the kind of the spots you used to go to and see some people that maybe aren't really close friends, but you'd get to know and you could maybe call on them for a favor every now and then we, we all lost that. And the beauty of programs like MBA is all right. Now I've just filled this gap in my life with 149 other people that I don't know super well, but we're going through something together. They're committed to helping me. I'm committed to helping them. And it's those people that tend to give you like the most amazing opportunities in your life. Like it's the weak ties. It's the people that they're not super close to you. They're not, you know, your best friends from forever. You've already internalized a lot of those opportunities, but it's the people that are committed uh, to you. You're committed to them, but you maybe just met. You're not super close uh, that have the best perspectives that have cool opportunities. And it's, it's been amazing to see the connections and, uh, you know, opportunities that people have had through the program because of those weak ties that eventually get stronger as time passes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and those like shared experiences, right? That like it's hard to have shared experience in in a virtual world because there's there's just so many different opportunities, right? That like I don't have the same shared experiences with my coworkers because we're working on things, but mm-hmm. when we're not working on things, we rarely get on a Zoom call to, just to chat, right. right? Like that's just not something that happens the same way and not doesn't happen very often. And virtual happy hours, much as I love them, <laughs> don't hold up the same way. You know, it's uh, I, I, I love what you're bringing up. Uh, I'm a big believer that you form community through content or through like shared experience. Uh, I think we, you know, community, look, it's in my job title. I, I've probably benefited from it, but let's be real. It's been the buzzword of the last year and it's like yep. half bullshit. Like everyone's just saying community <laughs> all the time. And it, it became it's like innovation like three years ago. You know, there's always this word right. that pops up that everyone's like, oh, you need to have this. You need to have that. And there's nuggets of truth, but a lot of it ends up being hype. But to me, when you boil it down, like people want to connect, but just putting people together in a Slack chat isn't how you form genuine relationships or, or genuine connection. I do think that people have to go through something together. And uh, again, that's why these cohort-based courses, I think, are becoming very popular. Yes, you are learning a lot about business or whatever your cohort-based course is focused on, but you're also connecting to people. But that connection wouldn't happen unless you're doing something together. So we like have people do case studies together. We have people do virtual board meetings together. We have people interact you know, via text on our community platform. And it's through going through those shared experiences that you actually get to know people you know, it, it, it's like playing sports. Uh, you didn't know people at the beginning of the season. You get your ass kicked together like 10 times <laughs> by better teams. And you're like, hey, you know, now we're friends. And that that is, yeah. you know, in some ways how you form form community. So uh, I, I really think taking community away from this simple, you know, you're on a slack together and really thinking through how do you give people uh, wonderful experiences? Will they'll learn from each other and through the through the content and really form that uh, that genuine community is, is super important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you look at like often like people's best friends like come from work or they come from like church maybe or they come from like college and it's like things where you show up consistently in the same place a lot and you like have this shared experience, this shared interest, this shared all of that. So I think that's that's one of the reasons that I'm like so excited about MBAs because it's easy to not have that. Yes. It's it's so easy to just skate by and to just (laughs) – there are no shared experiences with me and my friends right now. Yep. And like, I think that's, that's why I'm excited because it's an intentional way to like foster that and to build that. A hundred percent. I mean, e- even before COVID, it was probably hard as an adult to yeah. make friends. Like it's, it might just be the elephant in the room, but like, as you get older, <laughs> you're like, damn, I'm, I, I don't have any more friends than I used to, you know, five, 10 years ago. It's because all of those shared experiences that were pretty much built into our lives were, were taken away because you gained independence and now there's not school that you go to every day or church that you go to every day or organized sports that you go to every day you kind of have to start creating those opportunities for yourself and that's where people uh, can get a little uncomfortable they don't put themselves out there for a variety of reasons and it can get very isolating Um, and so yeah I mean you, you hit the nail on the head anytime you can have a shared experience with other people go for it because at the bare minimum you're going to walk away with you know five ten really really good friends thanks for tuning in today to bite-sized philosophy and this conversation with kyle heggie we'll have new podcast episodes all week long from kyle on a wide range of topics as always this show is about conversation so here's my phone number 
323-609-5262. Text me and let's talk. And if you enjoyed the show today, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever you use to listen to this show. That's the number one way to help bite-sized philosophy grow and help even more people. So keep learning, keep growing, and tune back in tomorrow for another episode with Kyle Hagee on bite-sized philosophy.